Whatever's trying to destroy our life, destroy our future, destroy our home, destroy our marriage, destroy our relationship, destroy our kids. The devil's a lie. The word of God delivers us from destruction. That's for changing your life with the word with Deborah Elam. Join us for an inspiring message from Deborah. The title of this message is The Word of God is Alive. The Word of God is Alive. If you have your Bibles, if you go with me to the book of Luke, Luke 1 and 37. That's the address we're looking for. Luke 1 and 37, the Word of God says, For with God nothing shall be impossible. With God, nothing shall be impossible. That means no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment or is or even shall be impossible. With God, now without God, (laughs) we got a problem. But with God, all things are possible. There is nothing impossible with God. We're talking about Jehovah, the one who stepped out in darkness and created everything that we see. We're talking about the most high God who created the sun, the moon, the stars, the earth, everything he created for his glory. We're talking about the God who rules the universe. He is the I am that I am. He is whatever you need, not just yesterday, but right now. He is the God of yesterday, today, and forever. He is Elohim. He is who he says he is. There's no doubt of his power. There's no doubt of his ability. God don't have a self-image problem. God is very confident of who he is. He don't need nobody to tell him who he is or what he can do. Because he can do all things by the power of his word. He is great. And he is mighty. He is love. He is mercy. He is tender, loving, kind. Whatever you need, he is that I am that I am. In Psalms 33 and 6, the word of God says, The Lord merely spoke, and the heavens were created. He breathed the word, and all the stars, get this, are you hearing me? All the stars were born. That's the type of God we serve. Whatever he desired, he just speaks, and it becomes exactly what he says he is a spirit and he speaks by the spirit of his mouth the word of God is it's not trying to be it is alive it's full of power dunamis power it causes an explosion when it comes on the scene things change when the word of God is there he spoke by his word he spoke the word from his mouth and it became exactly what he said. Second Timothy 2 and 9. The word of God says, wherein I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even unto bonds. But 
The word of God is not bound. You can't tie it up. You can't chain it up. It's loosed forever. Everything God spoke from the beginning, the sun, the moon, the star, is still there. Whatever he placed, it only moves when he decides that he's had enough, that he wants to do something new. His word moves. It changes. It shakes. It creates. His word is all powerful. His word is not shackled. You can't control it when he speaks it. And you can't control it from an anointed vessel because it's coming forward with boldness and much assurance. That's when I'm prayerful about who I listen to. Because the word of God breaks. It breaks and it moves. It's anointed when it comes from God. And it comes when it's anointed. It does stuff. It removes burdens and breaks the yoke. I said it breaks the yoke. Whatever's bound in you, whatever's holding you back from your purpose and destiny, the word of God has the power to break it off of you. It's anointing from the word of God. When God speaks something, it is. When we speak something, maybe. <laughs> but the anointed word has the power behind it. To change a life, to save a soul, to resurrect the dead, to heal bodies, to make the blinded eyes open, to unstop deaf ears. His word has the ability to change whatever's going wrong in your life. The anointed word has the ability because when God speaks it, and it comes to an anointed vessel, the word of God cannot return back to him void. It's full of power. And it would do exactly what he says. Because God's word is alive. <laughs> now, I've seen a lot of dead things. You know, I was reading in the Bible about Abraham and his wife, Sarah. Where Sarah died, guess what? Abraham died. Jacob died. Moses even died. But guess what? God's word will never die. It's alive, I tell you. It's alive, and it's going to do exactly what he said. The word of God is alive. Hallelujah. Psalms 119, 88 through 90. It says, quicken me after thy love and kindness. So shall I keep the testimony of thy mouth forever get this forever oh lord thy word is settled in heaven that means it's there that means it's there to do what it needs to do it's got a place there it's welcome there you know a lot of places we're not welcome but in heaven the word of god is settled it's welcome in the believer, the word of God is welcome and it's settled. Because we, we don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. We got to walk by faith in the word of what God says. His word is so important to us. It's like a person that's found a great spoil. It's precious to the believer. We handle it 
carefully. The word of God can't be shared with everybody that don't want it. People have to have a willing heart that wants the word. We have to pray for those that don't want the word because the word is alive. What they need is the word of God to change their life, to change their heart. Thy faithfulness is unto all generations. That's the 90th. Psalms 119, 88 through 90. And the 90th number says, Thy faithfulness unto all generations. Thou hast established the earth, and it abideth. The word of Isaiah in 45 and 23 says, I have sworn by my own name. This is God talking. He said, I have sworn by my own name. I have spoken the truth. And I will never go back on my word. From the mouth, it comes from God in righteousness. Jeremiah 1 and 12 says, Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform it. He washes over his word. He makes it so. He makes his word so. He makes his word so. I said he makes his word so. I'm excited that God makes his word so. Our words need to be full of power. Our words need to be full of power. Why am I saying that? Because a lot of our words are not full of power. A lot of our words are full of mess. A lot of our words are full of junk. A lot of our words is full of trash. And guess what? The Holy Ghost's job is to come in and he cleans house. You know, you're looking for a housekeeper? A house clean? No. Holy Ghost. He come on in there. He come on in. He come on deep in. You know where you got, you got it locked up? That junk. The Holy Ghost comes in. And he unlocks it. And he takes it out. He cleans house. You got a problem with sin? The Holy Ghost comes on in. Because when the word comes in, it's coming to do something. It's coming to change something. coming to shake something. But a lot of times we say, oh no, we don't want, we don't want that. We don't, don't. You know, you can look in my living room. You know how it is when you have company <laughs> and you don't know they're coming. You know, the living room might be straight, but what about the bedroom? What about the bathroom? You know, you would have one of those say, well, can I use your bathroom? And you got junk everywhere. No, the Holy Ghost said, I'm coming in every room because he's full of power. He's full of the word. He is God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Okay. Hebrews 4. And 12 says, for the word of God is living and active. Woo. Glory to God. It's sharper hey, than any two-edged, double-edged sword. <laughs> Woo. It'll cut you. <laughs> It'll cut you up. It'll cut you up and clean you out. Hey, that's his job. That's his job of the word. That's Jesus is the word. He was the word before he was Jesus. In heaven, he was the word. In heaven, he's still the word. He's the word in flesh. And he's the word in spirit. He is Emmanuel, God with us. The word comes in. And I like this translation. It says, it's sharper than any double-edged sword. Woo! I've seen a sword. I mean, I've only seen them on TV. I haven't seen them in real life. But I've seen them when they cut. It takes away something. Takes away arms and heads and legs and whatever it touches. Whatever the word touches with power, it's coming to cut. And it will do what it's assigned to do. Hallelujah. 
the word, it pierces even to the divine of the soul and spirit. Whoop, right down the middle. <laughs> it separates. Whoop. It says, here, it separates. It divides. It cuts to the joints and the marrow. It goes down into the joints. <laughs> and it goes down into the marrow. Hmm. You got any problems? The word of God goes down into the marrow. You know what's in, where the marrow is? It's in the bone. The marrow is in the bone. And when the marrow has a problem, you will know it. The bones get soft. The bones have a problem. And it has to purify. It's a part of the process to keep us strong. The, the blood of Jesus is very important. It has to clean out the joints and the marrow. The word of God judges the thoughts and intents of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. You can't hide. You can't hide. You can't hide nothing from God. He knows it all. So you might as well tell him, hey, Lord, here I am. Clean me up and clean me out. Hallelujah. You know, it doesn't matter if you were saved yesterday, 20 years ago, 50 years. It doesn't matter. Or even right now, the word of God will clean you up and clean you out. We all need, now I know when my mother was growing up, thank God we didn't have to go to that. They had some kind of, what is that, castor oil, Brother Elam? They had, it was a certain brand. Do you remember the name? You, it's, now you can buy the capsules. But back then, it came in a bottle. And they will give you that castor oil. And I guarantee you, anything that's not tied down is coming out. That stuff will clean you up and clean you out. But guess what? I never heard of them having colds. I never heard of them having fevers. That castor oil went through and it did its job. But you know what the word of God? It will clean you up. It will clean you out. We need it daily. Nobody's immune. We're not immune. We need the word of God daily. We got to have him every day. We got to have the word every day. We got to have his presence every day. We need him every day. Psalms 85 and 8. I will hear what God, the Lord, will speak. For he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints. But let them not turn again unto folly. He wants to talk. But he said, don't go back to your foolishness. He said, once I bring you out, stop playing with me. He said, you belong to me. You always belong to me. But now since I done clean you up, don't go back and wallow in the mess again. Don't go back. You're not a pig where you go wallow in the mess. No, you are a anointed vessel. What it look like you all dressed up in your finest clothes. And you go out there where there's a big old mud puddle and you start wallowing around. What do you think people think of you? Because they see you as the child of God. You are special. He gives you strength through his word. He is the word. So don't turn again to folly. Matthew 7 and 24 through 26, the word of God says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. I'm talking about the word of God is alive. Then the rain fell. The torments raged. The winds blew and beat against the house. Yet it did not fall. Hey, hey, it won't fall. I said, hey, it won't fall. Because the foundation of it was on the rock, the rock of Jesus, the rock of his word. 
but get this, but everyone who hears these words of mine and do not act on them is like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. Well, guess what's going to happen? The rains fell, the torments raged, the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was its collapse. God is not about you failing anything. He said a righteous man falls seven times, but he get back up. We got to stay up. Hallelujah. Matthews 4 and 4, the, the word of God said, man shall not live by bread alone. This is Jesus talking about every word that comes out of the mouth of God, out of his mouth. Psalms 107 and 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Whatever's trying to destroy our life, destroy our future, destroy our homes, destroy our marriage, destroy our relationship, destroy our kids. The devil's a lie. The word of God delivers us from destruction. Mark 5 and 21 through 43. The word of God works. It has power. It's alive. It's spirit. It will go in and do a work and keep working. That's why it's important we keep the soil of our hearts right. He has to file. He has to sometimes come in and, and he has to plow up the fallow ground. Been hurt? Oh, yeah. Been deceived? Oh, yeah. Been crushed? Oh, yeah. But the word of God has the power to heal. The power to save to the utmost. He's awesome. Mark 5 and 21. And Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side. Much people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there come one of the rulers of the synagogue named Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. You know, his daughter was 12 years old. And she was at the point of death. And he knew the word of God was alive. And he knew Jesus was the answer. He sought out Jesus. When he saw him, he fell at his feet and he said, please come and heal my daughter. He said, you got the power because the word is alive in you. And when you heal my daughter... When you talk to her, when you speak to her, when you touch her, that power will raise her up. And in the midst of Jesus going with Jairus to heal his daughter, to raise her up back to life, to keep her from having a lost future, there came a woman in the midst and said, where is he? I've heard about him. And I believe if I can just touch the hem of his garment, huh, I will be healed. She was bleeding for 12 years. Just as long as the young girl was alive, this woman had been bleeding with an issue. She said, but I know this man, Jesus, has the power because he is the word in flesh. And she reached down and she crawled through the crowd and she touched the hem of his garment. And the word that was alive in Jesus jumped into that woman and healed her immediately. There was no lag and no delay. And she knew it. She knew the word had healed her and she believed by faith. And Jairus, he was saying, hey, what about my daughter? And while this was going on, one of his servants came and said, your daughter is dead. And the first thing the word of God said, do not fear because I have the power. I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus is the resurrection power that can raise any situation. You got some dead situations. You got a job you need. You got, you got a home you're looking for. 
God has a plan for our lives. He has a plan that must be moved into by faith. He said, I know you. somebody touched me. I felt the word of God that's alive in me. I felt it coming out. The virtue came out and healed this woman. She admitted to it. She said, yeah, I touched you, Lord. And he said, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. The word of God is alive. The word of God is alive. And Jesus went to that house where Jairus' dead daughter was now lying. He put everybody out that didn't have faith. Everybody. Sometimes you got to put everybody. Everybody that don't have faith, you got to put them out. And go in and talk to the master. Jesus went in and he touched the girl. And he told the damsel, arise. And she arose. The power, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead was the power that dwelt in Jesus while he was alive. The same power raised that young girl up and she lived. She lived because the word of God is alive. In Matthews 8 and 5, and when Jesus entered to Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and told Jesus, my servant lies home sick of the palsy, grievous and tormented. And Jesus said, I will come and heal him. And then centurion said, I'm not worthy for you to even come under my roof. Mm. Some people have no respect for the man and woman of God. They live anyway, talk anyway. They curse right in front of you. They don't, it's not like it used to be what if people curse when they see you coming, you you a man and woman of God. They and wait till you pass. Respect, honor. He said, I'm not even worthy for you to come under my roof. He said, but if you speak the word only, if you just speak the word of God that's alive, my servant will be healed. I want to read one more story that's found in Matthew 24. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch the ship was covered with waves. But Jesus was asleep. The boat was rocking and reeling, and the water was coming into the boat. And the disciples were so scared the boat was sick. They woke Jesus up and said, save us, we perish. And Jesus said unto them, why are you so fearful? Yield little faith. Don't you know the word of God is alive? Don't you know I got the power? I just need for you to have the faith. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the sea. And there was a great calm. And the men marveled and said, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the seas obey him. What manner of man is this? Well, I'll tell you what manner of man he is. He is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Three in one. Hmm. Psalms 119 and 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. By your word, I can see where I'm going. By your word, it illuminates every dark path. I commit myself and I will never turn back from living by your righteous order. Everything falling apart on me, God, but you put it back together again with your word. 
Because the word of God is alive, it's active. It does exactly what God has assigned it for it to do. So I just want to encourage you, just stay in the word. And this, these times like this, we need a savior. <laughs> we need a friend. We need someone that knows where we're going. And his name is Jesus Christ. Yeshua, the almighty God. And I thank God that we are not without hope. Hey, we have a future and we have a hope. Because the word of God is alive forevermore. You've been listening to our podcast today. If this message has been encouraging and a blessing to you, be sure to subscribe. And thank you for your generous financial support.